this is like the fourth time I didn't stop and start it over. So how about we do this? This month last time, okay? Good afternoon. Good evening. Good morning. It is Monday, November 21st, 2022, 2.45 p.m. straight up on the East Coast. You're up early before everyone else with Monica Lynn. I am your gracious host, Monica Lynn. And as always, I am always up before everyone else. Hey, y'all, what's see What's going on? Y'all, I had a... I'm just having it out today with this. I've... I've <laughs> I'm in here, I'm doing laundry, taking out trash, I'm doing everything I, anyway, y'all, I started the show over like four times, so this is like number five, so guess what, they say third time is, third time is a charm, fifth time is a charm, but if I cannot get through this, I will see y'all after the holiday, just know that, but it is three days before my favorite holiday, y'all, what is tea, what's going on? I'm having it today. It's like I'm going through it today. I cannot get this. I cannot get this show started today. Like, what's going on? Like, the first show that I started, I was talking about my EMG. I said everything about EMG. I said EMTV. Child. Let me tell y'all. Let me tell you something. I was trying to explain what an EMG. G was and like I was saying an EMG is basically like an ultrasound for your leg why are we talking about this Monica because this is what happened I was gonna come on here and do the show and then call my doctor's office so what happened was I called my doctor's office and they told me to call them back in about 10 minutes so now I know 10 minutes usually turn into a half hour so I said you know what I got time to do my show so I'm going to call them back after I do the show because there's a lot going on, y'all. Y'all know I had an EMG done. For those of you who don't know, I'm just going to run this down real quick. I was in an accident last year. And stemming from the accident, it made my back worse. So I have a lower lumbar spinal stenosis. I also go to pain management. My pain management doctor told me she wants me to get out the habit of saying I have lower lumbar spinal stenosis. But I have been drilled since 2018. That's 2022 going to 2023. So after 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, five years, you want me to start saying something else totally different? <laughs> bitch. I'm not calling her a bitch. <laughs> but I had an EMG done. And basically, it's a nerve conduction and a neural ultrasound. That's what it is. It's like an ultrasound for your leg. So the first thing that they did was they put the little things on my leg and shocked me. And I couldn't take it. Like, I couldn't take it. And then they put little acupuncture like like needles in your muscles and they listen to your muscles. So it's just like if you're pregnant and they want to listen to the baby's heartbeat, you know, but they listen to your muscles. So my muscles sounded great, but I have a nerve in my leg that's dead. So it's like right like right now, you know, it's the week of the holiday and um which is my favorite week of the year this week. Um I write about this week all the time in my novel. Love's Holiday on Sale Now. But it's like... I have to do things and, you know, I have to break it down. Like, I've been up... I woke up at 10.30 because I can't sleep. You know, I had to call my doctor's office, well, one of my doctor's office, and tell them that 
the medication that I'm on for my pain, I'm having really bad side effects. And um, I got to wait for them to call. And then I got to call my other doctor's office. It's just a lot that I'm going through, y'all. But like I said, um, one of the nerves in my leg, and my right leg, is dead. Like, they couldn't get any... Um, any you know you know that's what it's called an EMG is electromyogram that's what it is and it's like one limb so I guess I'm looking at it now it's just a Okay, so how deep do we go? Two to three. If okay, the, the needle go two to three centimeters, but it felt like it went all the way down through the muscle. Through the floor. <laughs> it felt like I was stapled to the bed, but I'm waiting for um, time to pass so I can call my doctor's office back. But yeah, um, and I'm doing things, you know, taking my time. You know, I'm not doing brushing, doing anything. Like I'm washing clothes right now. I'm writing, listening to Christmas music. I am debating about start prepping for Thursday okay so it's Monday so I'm thinking like can I cut celery and onions up now you know are they gonna lose their are they gonna lose like you know are they gonna lose like their taste or smell is it too soon to cut up you know let me see is it too soon to cut up let me see. What what does Google say? Let me see. Onions and celery for Okay, how far in advance can you chop vegetables for Thanksgiving? No bake Dishes are key. Wash and prep lettuce and vegetables. Autumn salad two days ahead. So basically they're saying like clean up the house. Okay, so what they're saying is you cut broccoli, Brussels sprouts, cabbage, kale. But, okay, how about if I break this down? Can you chop onions and celery? Because that's for the dressing, stuffing. Okay, so properly stored chopped onion, celery, carrots will keep well for at least a week in the fridge. Wash, peel veggies thoroughly before shopping because that's what I'm thinking, y'all. I'm thinking like, why not start it now? I'm not doing anything. You know what I mean? Like, um, I'm home. I got my legs up, my feet up. You know, I'm resting because my legs feel like they're sleeping. You know, and that's one of the, the downfalls of having this disease. It's like... You know, it's like, I can't do nothing. It's like, yo, like, what am I supposed to do? I can't do that. So, excuse me, y'all. So, I think that 
Um, and then I got to go get my clothes out to dry in another hour. So I think that, you know, I'm just going to take it easy. And I don't have anything else to do. I'm washing clothes. I have like one more load of clothes to wash, two more to dry. You know, I want to wash my wigs, but I'm like, okay, I'm only wearing one wig. I'm not wearing multiple wigs. And the wigs that I do have require, you know, I got to curl them and wash them and blow dry. It's just like throwing my hair. So I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to throw on a crinkly wig because I'm lazy because I really can't do anything like I used to, you know. But anyway, so yeah, y'all. So if y'all want to start chopping your carrot, celery, and onions, they will keep well for at least a week. You wash them and clean them properly. But I think this is a good, um, it's called From Hackett's Town Life. And it will show you how far in advance to prep for the holidays. So, you know what? I don't, I don't think so. I'm, I'm reading this, y'all. I never talking about, um, the potatoes no i i will do the potatoes the day of it's something that i will definitely do the day of you know what i mean i had a friend who they start cooking sunday and monday and i remember they bought food to work for me to eat and i'm eating the food i'm like when did y'all cook this they said oh that's from thanksgiving and bitch it was almost christmas i was sick i got sick I'm not saying you had food poisoning. Like, you don't fucking do that, y'all. It's certain, and I will go over that with y'all. When you can start cooking what you can cook and what you need to throw out, like, everything has an expiration date. I don't care. If you freeze it, yes. But if it goes in a fridge, and I remember um, my ex-boyfriend was telling me, the chef, he was telling me that, if you cook it on the highest temperature for the longest in the microwave, depending on what it is, you can actually eat it. But he was like, I would not chance it. He said, if you want to go ahead and want to eat it, make sure it's really, really hot. And you got to eat it when it's really, really hot. I wasn't chancing it. But um, I'm not doing that anymore. I don't eat people food anymore. But it says stuffing can be done over the weekend. I would not make my stuffing over the weekend. I would make the cornbread. You know, when we make the cornbread, you put the cornbread in the freezer or, or you leave it out. It depends upon you. Um, someone said mashed potatoes can be done the day before. Uh, I don't think so. Um, pies are fine. Yeah, pies are good. You can make the pies. You can also freeze your pies. Like, if you make, because I know my grandmother used to start doing all that stuff, like, now. Like, my grandmother, she's, um, she passed away. And, um, you know, she used to do her pies on, like, Sunday and Monday. You know what I mean? But it's like, now, it's not, we don't have a big family. We have a big family. But everybody has Thanksgiving at their house. So it's like, you know, we don't do all that anymore so it's like we don't really need a lot of food like everybody has thanksgiving at their house and then like if somebody makes something that we don't have they like we'll give you some of that or give us some of this or that over a lot of the and that's what we do but it's nothing really big anymore um somebody said what they made before the apple pie pumpkin pie sweet potato pie sweet potato bake mine and some marshmallows i mean you could do your um sweet potatoes you know with or without the marshmallows 
But I think that's me. I think that stuff should be made the day of. So basically, this article is just about people who stuff makes 10 minutes to make. Okay, let me get off of here. <laughs> let me get off of here. But whatever you do in your household, just be sure that you take it the proper precautions. You know, and um, I wouldn't eat Thanksgiving food a week after Thanksgiving. I really wouldn't. Like, my mom, she'll make the turkey and then, like, she'll break it down and freeze it. And then we can pull out the fridge, whatever we want. But, you know, like, I think, like, okay, you make it your macaroni and cheese and everything on Thursday. Let's just say you make it on Thursday. I think by Sunday, Monday, you should be done with Thanksgiving. But you can eat it all the way up for, like, what my grandmother used to say, like, almost like, oh, it depends on what's in, like, onions. I wouldn't eat anything with onions past three, four days. But that's just me. So I think the Monday, Tuesday, rest wrap Thanksgiving up. <laughs> okay, for me, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. And Sunday. Okay, let me tell you what we do at our house. What we used to do growing up. Okay, so um, Wednesday we would have like pie pies or something because nobody's cooking. Like nobody's cooking. Like my mom made um, uh, dumplings yesterday, and we on our own for the week. Like um, I eat leftovers all week long. You know what I mean? But I'm I'm 44 years old, y'all. I mean I can cook for myself. But growing up. Um, the day before the holiday, we used to get like Kentucky Fried or Popeyes or something like that, or sandwiches or something. And then the day of Thanksgiving, we were taste testers. And the day before, we were taste testers. Like I would come home from like beauty school or school or, or work or whatever, and you can actually smell the smells like the sweet potatoes cooking, the sauerkraut cooking. You know, you can smell all that. It smells so good. So we would eat it Thursday, taste test Wednesday. Eat Thursday, eat Friday, Saturday. If you want to, you can, but I'm done. <laughs> Sunday, we have turkey and gravy, you know. Um, Monday, let's wrap it up. <laughs> Tuesday, get this shit out of here. <laughs> I was like, get this shit out of here. But let me tell you something that does not stay in my house cranberry sauce. It does not stay in the house, y'all. Like, I will eat all the cranberry sauce. Like, on my list for um, when I go shopping is four cans of cranberry sauce. And you know what I want to try? They have sugar-free cranberry sauce. So, we're going to have sugar-free cranberry sauce and regular cranberry sauce. I would like to make homemade cranberry sauce one year, but I don't think this will be the year. <laughs> anyway, but I hope hopefully everyone has a happy, healthy Thanksgiving. And go by your own discretion. Macaroni and cheese... I'm going to tell y'all something. I really don't care for it anymore. Mm -mm. My mother saw a recipe online years ago with the roux and all that, and she's been making it ever since. And my brother has to have it every February 12th. Barbecue chicken, fried barbecue chicken, cabbage, macaroni and cheese. My brother's been having it for his birthday every year. And guess who had the taste test? Me. Every party, every gathering, every holiday, we had to have macaroni and cheese. And I'm like, y'all, I'm sick of it. We we have we get together once a month, my family, and we have, um, you know, we have, you know, a dinner or whatever. But you know, we have macaroni and cheese. I'm like, please, no more macaroni and cheese. So 
I'm not a fan of it anymore. And, and it's because I ate it too much. So now it's just like all over Insta, all over Facebook, all over TikTok, all over social media. People talking about macaroni and cheese. Oh, it's a starter show. Like, oh, come on, y'all. I thought the turkey was a starter show. I used, I was used to, I used to watch Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. And I used to seeing the turkey come down Fifth Avenue. I don't see a uh, macaroni and cheese float. Until they see a macaroni, until I see a macaroni and cheese float coming in a Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. That's the only time I change my mind. But right now, turkey is the start of the show. And guess what? I don't even like turkey. <laughs> All right, y'all. Let's get into our diabetic minute. My diabetes this morning was 159. And let me tell you why. Because I do not have my medication. I have to call my doctors as soon as we get finished up here but um on a serious note i want to send um my prayers to all those affected by the hate crime the heinous crime in club q in colorado um as you all know if you don't know um five people were killed of um the lgbtq plus community five people were murdered um and 25 were injured in a senseless hate crime um, in Colorado over the weekend and Club Q. And my prayers goes out to every last person affected by this senseless tragedy. Y'all know I don't talk political anymore. And for very good reasons. Um, I noticed that I had low viewership for my last show. So I said, you know what? I'm not talking about this shit no more. I am so sick and tired of every time I look around, there's a mass shooting. There's a shooting. There's a a robbery there's this it, i am so sick and tired of it it's like it's getting worse and you know i'm just tired of it y'all it's like please put down the guns but it, it, and then it's like he had a, a ar i don't know what kind of what kind of gun did he have let's i don't know they said it was a long gun um it, it just make it doesn't make any sense here we go, Colorado Springs. Of course, Patriot, yeah, he had an AR-15 style semi-automatic, semi-automatic weapon. Yep. And the club goers fought him. Shout out to those people. Shout out to those people. You already know it was a hate crime. I don't even know why y'all, y'all, I ain't even, I'm not even fact checking shit. Because you know it was a fucking hate crime. You have to hate somebody. And the thing about it is, you know, killing people, it's senseless, senseless. What the fuck did they do to you? Nothing. You know, this, this, and then they always talk about, um, oh, the hate rhetoric, la da dee, la da da. It's just like now people are just like getting more bold. I mean, it, it all started with Rittenhouse. When he went over there, he killed those two people. And now people think that it's okay to go and kill somebody. People are crazy as fuck. And, um, I just saw something. Let's go to CNN. I just saw something that came across my phone. Um, um, yeah, um, what is this? This just happened at least. Oh, wow. 
it says that um it says that Bob Saget had COVID nineteen and died as a result of I'm sorry y'all a blunt head trauma. Wow, I'm so sorry. You know they all regret having fucking plastic surgery. That not Bob Saget. Let's see who this is real quick, you guys. Oh, I'm so sorry. Lizzie Perlman, television actress, found dead after being reported missing. Uh, Lizzie Perlman, an actress known for her work in television series like Chicago Justice and Empire, was found dead in Los Angeles on Friday. Is this new? I don't think this is new. I think... I don't, I don't think that's new. I think this is old. Yeah, February 18th. I was about to say, I heard I heard this before. And then it said, many more people would have died armed by Sander Kill Gunman who had three guns and 100 rounds of ammunition. Well, what hell was this? Okay, y'all. I, I'm I'm tired. I I can't. I can't. This is this was somewhere else. This was in July. Wait a minute. When was that? Oh my god. Um, I don't know. I I don't know. This it's so sad. Okay, so um at least nineteen sixteen people were injured and one person was killed after a car drove through an Apple store in Massachusetts. At least one person is dead and sixteen people are injured after a car drove through an Apple store in Hingham, Massachusetts. Around ten forty five AM numerous nine one one calls came in for a Help at a Derby Street shops. Um, the fire and police responded. The um investigation is ongoing and is active and ongoing. Oh my god, this is ridiculous. This is so sad. Um, I don't know what happened. Um, I don't know if it was a terror attack or if it was like a medical emergency. Um, but that has been happening a lot. Um, rest in peace to um all those who lost their life this weekend. Um, I was thinking about Leslie Jordan. May he rest continue to rest in peace. Um, he had a medical emergency behind the wheel of his car. He crashed into a, a building and um Think about it. My sister-in-law, we had a car crash last year after a medical emergency as well. So, 
keep everyone in your thoughts and prayers. Not only because it's a holiday season, y'all, but because you're supposed to keep everybody in your thoughts and prayers. Anyway, but anyway, y'all, let's go into some lighter news. I was sitting here writing, um, well, not, I'm editing Love's Holiday Part 2, Unfinished Business. And, um, and I was thinking about an engagement party. And I'm like, well, what is an engagement party for exactly? Like, why do you have an engagement party? So I thought, now this is me, this is what I thought. I thought you have an engagement party to meet the wedding party, you know, like, because when I only only been to one engagement party, and it was one engagement party too many. I didn't see what the point was, okay? I thought the engagement party was the mingling of the guests to get to know each other before the wedding. That's not what an engagement party is for. An engagement party is paid for by the groom's parents, right? And it's for people who will not be at the wedding, for people who you know that's not coming to the wedding. Okay, so let me get this straight. If my wedding is in June, the first Saturday in June, which I always wanted my wedding to be. But as I got older, I'm like, okay, I don't I wanna have a courthouse wedding. So my wedding is in June, right? I send out my wedding invitations in April. And I have everybody send them back to me by May. My wedding is in June. So I have an engagement party in May for those who can't attend. But what if the motherfuckers can't come to the engagement? Child, let me tell you something. I thought that, the, I, I told you about what I thought. I thought it was for everyone to meet before the wedding. And then I also thought that, you know, it was a chance for the parents, like my parents and his parents to get to know one another before the wedding. No child. <laughs> no, it is basically for people who you know are not coming to your wedding. Why would I do that? And what y'all do is fine. That's y'all tea. If y'all want to have a engagement party, have an engagement party. People have parties for different reasons. But that's the etiquette. And I was like, ugh. And so the rehearsal dinner, which is the day before the wedding, you know, once you go through your walkthrough, whatever the case may be, a lot of the, you have your rehearsal dinner. And the rehearsal dinner is paid for by the groom's parents as well. And Guess what? You don't have to pay for shit. So if you're in my... Okay, so let's say like this. If I have a wedding... Okay, we go by all the traditions, right? If I have a wedding of like about 25, 30 people. So my mother, my future mother and father-in-law, got to pay for the venue and the food for all my wedding guests. Hell no. And then it was like, don't expect for people to think they're supposed to pay for the rehearsal dinner. And people already know that they don't they don't have to pay for the rehearsal dinner. So, like, whatever you do for wedding, that's your tea. If you go about traditions, that's your tea, whatever the place case may be. But I'm not. I'm trying to save as much money as possible because I want all the attention to be on me. It's my wedding day. It's my husband's wedding day. You know, I want my hair done nice. I want makeup, nails, facial, all that done. I'm getting married. That's for me. <laughs> that's for us. And, and it was like, and I remember a long time ago, I've, I've been to a lot of weddings. I've, I've uh, engagement parties, y'all can have them. Bridal showers, y'all can. No, bridal showers, I don't mind having a bridal shower. But I think it's unnecessary. I don't want to see no strippers. No, thank you. Take me to the winery. Let's get some wine. Thank you. We have eat off a of car shooting boards. That's fine. I don't want to have no, 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 no. 
<laughs> yo, I'm just like, yo, like, come on now. Like, I was actually reading this. Something. Like, it actually, like, popped in my head. And I was like, you know what? I don't even have a boyfriend, y'all. You know what I mean? And I'm sitting up here thinking about the game of party. And I'm like, no, 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 no. And I'm just, like, adamant. Like, hell no, no, no way. Kiss my ass. We are not doing this today. And like I said, I really want a simp as extravagant as I am and bougie as people think I am. I really want a simple wedding. But of course, I want my hair done, my nails done, feet done, your makeup done, your facial, your eyebrows, your waxings. You want a nice outfit for the wedding. I just want to go to the courthouse and go to Cheesecake Factory afterwards. Y'all, I don't want all that. I don't want no huge wedding. I, I never have. I did when I was growing up. But now that I'm older, I don't want that now. It's like I don't it's like if I were to get married at my age, I say I am gonna get married. And my husband proposed to me and what are we gonna do for the wedding? Honey, I just wanna go to the courthouse. Or have a I just wanna go to the courthouse. I don't want to rent no hall. And I know my mom and them would probably be upset. But you got to think about it, y'all. Like, come on now. We got a life to live. You know, we have a life to live after this wedding. You know what I'm saying? There's nothing wrong with inviting your mom, my mom, my brother, my sister-in-law, my niece, a couple family members, you know what I'm saying, that you know are going to come and you know are going to give you. Invite them out to the courthouse. You know, and um, go to dinner afterwards. You know, like, what's wrong with that? There's nothing wrong with that, you know? Not at all. And I was reading over it. I was like, oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. (laughs) But anyway, y'all. That's all I got. I ain't got no more. I got to get up off this here thing so I can get on the phone, make my phone calls. Um, I got a couple calls I got to make before everybody closed up. Because, you know, everybody probably in holiday mood. We go home now and eat. <laughs> but y'all have a happy, safe holiday. And I will see y'all when I see ya. Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, good afternoon, good evening. It is 3.31 straight up. 3.31 p.m. straight up on the East Coast. It is Tuesday, November 22nd, and it is two days before my favorite holiday. Good morning, y'all. Good evening. Good afternoon. I am Monica Lynn, um, the host of Up Early Before Everyone Else with Monica Lynn. Want to know why I was up early before everyone else? I had nothing else to do. <laughs> when I said I had nothing else to do, I have nothing else to do. But anyway, y'all. <laughs> Hey y'all, what's going on? What's tea? I know it. I don't know what time y'all gonna see this, but right now, like I said, it's 3 30 in the afternoon. I never done a, a broadcast. I never recorded a broadcast this late in the afternoon. I have woke up this morning and my glucose was really low, y'all. It was the lowest it has been in a very long time. Um, and it was 116. And that's pretty good, right? Okay, so as morning going along, it kept dropping. And when you when you're diabetic and um, wait, wait, um when you're diabetic, I saw begin all kinds of okay. So when you're diabetic, right? 
when it goes up, you feel it. And when it crashes, you crash if you feel it. So either way, it's not a good feeling. And so my body is like, girl, what the hell is going on? Because I remember one time me and my aunt went to the Chinese, the all-you-can-eat Chinese buffet in Cedar Hill. And it's off a job of Road here in Boston, y'all. I forgot what it was called. I think it's called Charm City Buffet or something like that. It was really good. I enjoyed it. I want to go back. But um, not this week because, you know, my favorite holiday is in two days. So maybe in a couple weeks. <laughs> so we, when I left, my glucose was, I forgot what it was. But it was teetering. It was high. So when I went to the Chinese buffet and I ate, and I stood up. I'm like, uh-oh. And it, I could just feel it going up. Like, you can feel it go up. And you can feel it go down. And for those who don't think so, it's just like, how do you not know when your glucose is going up and when it's going down? And I'm going to tell you something. From my experience, and this is my experience alone, my experience alone is that I feel it. And... I'd rather have my glucose high than low because you can always get it down by drinking water and exercising. What do you do when it's low? Okay, I'll tell you. You get some syrup. You get a piece of candy. You get an orange. You drink milk. You have, they have tablets that I think the tablets bring it up, but it takes at least 20 minutes. And what I did this morning, I ate a bowl of Honey Nut Cheerios. Yeah, and I sat down and I felt so bad. And your body kind of goes into a panic mode because like, okay, what the fuck is going on? But I already knew what was going on. So I was able to like calm myself down. So yeah, you could basically say I was about to have a panic attack, you know, and it, all the signs were there. So I'm finally better. And I once everything was set and done, I got real nauseous and... You know, it's, it's, uh, I knew this was going to happen because like once you're taking, once you start taking care of yourself and you start, you, it happens. And like my nurse told me, she said, well, now that you got your glucose is almost under control, which it really never was like bad out of control. It wasn't like horrible. Like they want you at like a healthy six, you know, if you want to have a baby, a five, or I think that's, I don't know. I'm not sure. Don't go, don't go with me on that one. But, you know, um, you got to do what's best for you. And she said that, you know, you have to start worrying about it going down. And I'm like, shit, I hate that. Because I remember one time it was 32. I felt so bad. So I had a headache. I was tired. And like this morning, I was trying to go to sleep. I was like, bitch, you're not going to sleep. So it was like my body was telling me one thing. And I was saying, uh-uh, you're not doing this. Like, you're staying up. And then I'm thinking like, okay, my body's about to go into panic mode because it wants to do something. Then I'm doing something else. So I knew what to do. So you got you to take control of the situation. You have to know when what you know, yeah, I really have to really like take care of yourself and like check your sugars and stuff like that. Prick your finger if you're a diabetic, you know. And it's also good to know your A1C and go get your feet checked, your eyes checked, you know, your teeth, you know. And, and you know, I had good reviews of good reviews. <laughs> I had good doctor's appointments all year long. Um, the like 
fighting diabetes is hard and um, it, it's not easy, especially around this time of year when you have like rolls and you have like biscuits and mashed potatoes, gravy, breaded food, pies, cakes, cookies. It's very hard to resist temptation, but they also have sugar-free alternatives. But you also got to worry about the carbohydrates in it because carbohydrates turn to sugar. You also got to worry about the fat. So you really got to watch what you put in your mouth. I'm not telling y'all what to do because Thursday is Thanksgiving. But I'm not trying to tell nobody what to do. But the only thing I'm saying is, like, it's really hard this time of year. And everybody should just take care of themselves. Even, like, with Splenda. Like, I have Splenda. And it's a sugar blend. And I'm like, sugar blend? But it's like, it tastes like sugar. Like, they said, like, two cups of it equates to, like, uh, sugar. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm not putting two cups of sugar of anything. Because I only use it for my coffee. And, um, you know, you just got to be careful. They have sugar-free apple pie. They have sugar-free pumpkin pie. They have they have a lot of sugar-free alternatives. But like I said, you got to really got to watch out for carbohydrates, too, because carbohydrates turn into sugar. Okay. <laughs> and so, and, and I wanted to do the show earlier this morning, but I also wanted to do my hair because I knew my hair was going to take a very long time to do. And I am going to name the title of this podcast Intimate Sessions with Monica because I I had nobody to talk to. And so I was always told to go to the throne before you go to the phone. And so I always pray. But this morning I called my uh, brother and I called one of my friends and nobody answered. So I said, you know what that means? You have to talk to God. So I sat and talked to God and I felt better. And I actually came up with the idea for my show this morning. And, um, okay. Um, I'm always forever. My phone has been ringing all day and I've been getting text messages all day. People been hanging up on me. I just want to say it's just been a horrible day for my phone. And I would love to turn off my phone, but I decided to take a break from social media. Yeah, I did. I... I make reels, right, on Facebook, and I was making them in the summer for Instagram because I had nothing better to do. So, but my thing is, like, when in wintertime come, I'm in the house, and I really, what I'm doing in the wintertime in the house is I'm writing, you know, and I really, I feel like home is where the heart is, and I really feel like people don't need to see everything, you know what I'm saying, like, I'm not a celebrity, but a lot of celebrities are targeted. And, like, if they target a celebrity, they'll target anybody. They really will target anybody. So I say, you know what? Home is where the heart is. And, like I said, I'm not comparing myself to a celebrity. But people will break into your house. And they would look at the things that you may think is junk. Or, oh, you like that? It's something what glitters is not always gold, but it's somebody that shit shiny. So... Like, this is, like, totally off the topic. Like, one of my friends asked me the other night, um, could they use my phone to go out? And I'm like, no. Like, my phone cost, when I got this iPhone Pro Max, it was a lot of money. And I told my brother today, my brother was like, somebody asked for your iPhone Pro Max. No. So, we were talking about gadgets and electronics and stuff. And um, he was saying that, he was going to get another pair of um, iPod, iPods, Apple earbuds. I call them Apple earphones. 
not the with the wire, without the wire. And I told him that I wanted a tablet. And I was like, my friend said, well, you got a tablet. And my brother was like, you got a MacBook too. It really doesn't matter. That's your shit. So people will look at what you have and they will be like, well, you know what? I want that too. So it doesn't matter who you are, but I'm very private when it comes to my home life. And like I said, I also want to be private with the things that I go through. I would rather sit and talk to y'all before I sit and talk to someone I know. Because people use stuff as weapons. Now, if I were to go back and I were to tell somebody, you know, that I had a panic attack this morning or I felt the verge of a panic attack coming on, Oh, that's why you're having panic attacks. And those are the people you should not hang around with. But unfortunately, it's people you know. People who are close to you. And people who are close. And I have so much experience with this, y'all. It's not a reach. I'm not, you know, it's it's not clout chase. It's whatever y'all call it. I don't know what clout chase means sometimes. I always got to remind myself what clout chase means. But anyway... You have to watch what you say out your mouth because people does use it as weapons. And I will never get my uncle, may he rest in peace, told my mother that. People use things as weapons against you. Like you sit and you have an intimate conversation with somebody. You know, somebody will turn around and flip it on you. Oh, that's why that happened to you. And you know what? I, I, yeah, I agree. So that's why the topic of my show today is called Intimate Sessions with Monica because I remember talking to strangers before I talk to people I know. And I will never forget that one time that me and my boyfriend had broken for a little bit and then we got back together. Do you know what was the topic of conversation? Child. Oh, God. Let me tell you something. People want to know why I dumped them as friends. People are like, you thought this such and such? No. You thought this? No. Because you think back on the times that you shared with these people and you're like, you grow up. You know what I mean? And like, you're constantly growing. And let me tell y'all something. Just because somebody's got this, that, and the other, just because somebody's married, they got children, they got this, they got that, it does not mean that they're grown up. They can be the most immature ass motherfuckers you ever lay eyes on. And just because that you've reached that plateau in life, and I have not reached that plateau in life, does not mean that you're more mature than I am. And I tell people this all the time. God forgive me for saying this, but I say it all the time. Okay, you lay down on your back and the sperm and the egg met. And then you met a man and wanted to marry you. Or you met a woman and wanted to marry you. Okay. <laughs> It's not like you're curing cancer. It's not like you got the cure for COVID or a common cold. So pump your pussy, pump your dick, okay? Come on now. And it's not coming from a place of malice. It's not coming from a place of hate because sometimes you got to throw that out there. And I will let a motherfucker know right now. Ain't nothing that nobody got that I'm jealous of. But sometimes you just have to cut people loose. And it's nothing to do with them. It has everything to do with me because I can't be around immature ass people. And what I mean by that, I need to have a conversation. Like sometimes I do, I do love joking with people. I fuck with people all the time. I troll people on Facebook. I troll people on Instagram and TikTok. But sometimes when you want to sit down and have a decent conversation, like me and my brother have decent conversations all the time. Me and my friend have a decent conversation all the time. Me and a guy that I, you know, I was dating, we have decent conversations. So it's like when you talk to somebody, you have a deep, in-depth conversation. 
And if I can't have a deep and in-depth conversation with you, I don't want to have anything to do with you. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, I love you, but I got to let you go. And that goes for anybody. Anybody get offended by what I say, you are crazy. Because... <laughs> That's what it, it is, what it is. It is what it is. So you guys got a treat. You're going to get two shows in one. I did a show yesterday. I didn't upload it. So you're going to get two shows in one. You will get my Thanksgiving show and you're getting this show. And I will not be back until next week because I got a shitload of stuff to do this week. I don't have any more doctor's appointment. I want my next doctor's appointment. I'm lying. Okay. My next doctor's appointment is not till Wednesday, December 7th. And I'm kind of excited about it because I have a new doctor and he's handsome. I can't wait to meet him because <laughs> my other doctor, my other pain management doctor, she left. And, um, well, she's leaving. I think they said the 28th is the last day for her and they wanted me to come in. But after the um, this will be had on the 7th. I don't want to see you. <laughs> if y'all don't know, I had an EMG done. I said I call it an EMT. I was so wrong. You'll hear me talking about it. I don't know if I corrected myself, but I know I started and stopped the show like 99,000 times. But it's like a sonogram for your leg. And um, what they did was they were looking for um, movement. Like they were listening for motions and stuff going on my leg so I have a dead nerve in my leg it's one dead nerve right and it's in my left leg and um I have neuropathy I have some neuropathy that's what she told me um I asked her was a diabetic she said it could be but it's coming from my back now I told my doctor I had spinal stenosis I've been drilled in my head since 2018 2017 whatever date it was, that I have lower lumbar spinal stenosis. And so she tells me something totally different. So whenever somebody asks me what's wrong with me, I'm just going to say my back hurt. But it goes deeper <laughs> than your back, y'all. It goes way deeper than your back. So I had an EMG done, and she stuck a needle in my leg. And it went into my, uh, in my muscle, not my leg, in my muscle. And let me tell y'all, I had a flare-up that day. And I had to get that done. That I cried, y'all. That was so very painful. So after the, after the, you know, we had on the seventh. I don't think I want to see you on the twentieth. So I go back. I go once a month. So I really hope I don't have to get that done again because I will not get it done. I I'm so serious. I'm so serious. <laughs> so today, since it's the holidays, I'm gonna talk about my holiday. Um, I wanted to tell you all about the origin of Love's Holiday. Um, if y'all don't know, I'm an author. I published my very first novel, Love's Holiday, um, January 19th, 2021. So it's going on two years. My baby will be two years on January 19th. And um, it was a journey. Writing, editing, the whole process, the whole shebang, the whole shabatta, the whole whatever you want to call it, the whole enchilada. It was... It was something. So, basically, Love's Holiday is my favorite song by Earth, Wind & Fire. And Love's Holiday takes place, starts at the holiday. And everything that they do, every major milestone is always at the holidays. And it's not about the holidays. It's just stuff that happens during the holidays. So, like, Love's Holiday takes place 
actually this week is it takes place the week of the holiday. And then sometimes like my other one, it took place the week before the holiday. So it's like I play, you know, I like to play, you know, holiday. You know, I love to throw that in there as a bird play. Like I thought, you know, like as a, this is a week before the holiday. It was two days before the holiday. You know, that's the whole thing. But Love's Holiday is basically about this wealthy young man and this plain Jane girl, beautiful girl, that meet each other at the perfect time. And um, when it when it starts, it's like a 20-year romance, okay? So I remember my editor asked me that I want to put the year that the baby was born. I said no, because like in soap operas, they don't put the years. Don't you notice that when the um, soap operas celebrate the holidays, they never say what year it is? Like, Happy New Year, Happy Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays. They never say what year they're in because they can have a little baby born one week and then the next week they're teenagers and then they're grown-ups. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, basically, it's a work of fiction, <clears throat> you know. And they don't age. They have birthdays. They have holidays. But they don't age. They don't age. And I did it for a reason. Because, like, now, like, if you go by, I think in the first book, I did say that they were in their third, late 30s, early 40s. And then they just started having their babies. But as time goes on, I never mention age again. And that's what soap operas do. They never mention age. Never mention your age. And I said, you know what? I'm going to do that. Because I don't want my characters to die. But they die. They die. But I don't want my characters to die. I don't want them to be like, oh, you know, it's getting towards that time. They're like in their 80s. and I don't want that. I want them to be forever, however old they are. However old you think they are. But when the book starts, they're like... 30s in her 30s. I think Ashanti's like 36 and he's like 40 because he's older than she is. But anyway, that's not the point I'm trying to make. But the thing is, they meet at a time when neither one of them was looking for love. You know, Jamie had just broke up, and I'm gonna go into a little deep. It's not a spoiler alert. I just want to tell you guys the origin. So he just broke up with the love of his life. Um, she was fucking around on him. Um, and he met Ashanti and the friend Sanaa Miller, she hooks them up. Well, she doesn't exactly hook them up. She just brings them together. And in the book, in the first book, it says she, you know, she's the one that brought them together. But in actuality, you think about it, a man and a woman can be introduced to one another. And what they do after that is up to them. You know, God can put them together, but what y'all do after that is really up to you. So what happens is they see one another, and he knows that that's his wife. He knows that's the mother of his children. He said it. He said, that's the mother of my children. That's my wife. When he first laid eyes on her, he knew that she was the one. Why he act the way he did, y'all, I don't know. <laughs> why he act like that towards that girl? I don't know. Why he put her through that? I don't know. Why Why you do that? You know, and sometimes I got it. It's not right. And sometimes I got to question myself. Like, why? If he feels that, because he feels that he found favor when he 
you know, when you find a wife, find a good thing, you find favor. He felt like that was favor. You know, he knew it was favor because that's my wife. Like I could see my children. I could see in her eyes, the way she looked at him, the way he looked at her. She knew that was her husband because she said it. I don't know what book is in because, you know, so far I I wrote three of them. The one's published and two is waiting to be published. One's not finished yet. Two is finished. Unfinished business is finished. The third one is not exactly finished yet. This is the, It's called The Final Holiday. And then you have Crystal Chandelier when they first met. But she said she knew that he was her husband when he kissed her. When she first saw him and they danced at her sister's birthday party, she knew that he was the one. And a lot of us don't go through that. Well, a lot of us don't experience that. I did one time and I think I told the story. I don't remember what show it was on. I don't remember what, but I did. I met somebody and I said, that's my husband. And me and this person had such, it was spiritual. You know what I'm saying? It was like a, 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 a spiritual bond. You know what I'm saying? It was like, we, it was like my twin flame or something. And sometimes your soulmate twin flame Y'all don't end up together because me and this guy was so close and we didn't even know it. So I don't know if y'all believe in the afterlife or the before life, but I probably knew him in a former life because even he said, I thought I knew you longer than that. And something so beautiful took a twist and we're not even friends anymore. We're like, we're not, I'm not going to say we're enemies or anything. You know how you just lose contact with somebody and just go on with your life. You know, people grow up and they grow apart or people just grow apart, you know. And that's another thing I was saying, like people grow up and they grow apart. So it's not necessarily has anything to do with you. It has a lot to do with that person because that person grew up and that person realized some things. But anyway, they found favor. And they were not looking for love. And it was it was um, something that she wasn't used to because he's wealthy. Oh, my God, he's incredibly wealthy. And his mom is wealthy. His mother is was incredibly wealthy. And then he took what she gave and he turned himself into a millionaire as well. And... Um, Everything he touched turned to gold because he worked hard. The man doesn't even sleep. Like if you read Love Solidary, the man go the man gonna work one, two o'clock in the morning. The man up four or five o'clock in the gym, you know, getting his strength on, drinking his kale smoothies or eating his sweets or a box of donuts. You know, but the thing about it is I wrote it because, you know, it's different. And you don't see stuff like that anymore. You don't see stuff like that. I wanted to put a positive spin on the black community. I wanted to put to rest that blacks don't get along. And we have a little bit of drama. I want to put it to rest that trans women and gay and heterosexual men and women don't get along. I want to put that to rest. And I know it's a work of fiction. I know it's going on in Monica, Kumbaya, I'm a little Kumbaya. But... Can we just start somewhere, you know? And my brother, he was like, you know, when he was reading it, well, he wasn't reading my sister, I was reading it to him. He was like, the gay guy got my name. I was like, <laughs> he was 
like the gay guy with the long hair. He got my name. Why? He got the gay, the, the long hair and the nails and stuff. He got my name. I say, your name is Steven. His name is Stephon. And it's like, I really didn't have to say that they were gay. I don't have to say nobody's trans. But, you know, nowadays you got to put that out there. And let me tell you something. I love every freaking body. And I want everybody to feel welcome. And yes, you know, I find nothing wrong with it. Love is love. Let's talk about the hate, literally. But y'all, I just want to come on here and I just want to drop some drools, drop some dime on Love's Holiday and, you know, bless y'all presence with my beautiful student voice. They said that they changed the um the frequency or something like it's like sound reducing like you can't hear like I have one um my I think mama's family is one and I had the radio one earlier and I think they say you can't hear it like it's like sound like the only thing we hear is just me like cars outside going back and forth and everything and the heat was just on so they say you really can't hear it I haven't listened yet so I hope y'all enjoy everything um I just wanted to drop a little bit about love's holiday come on have an intimate conversation with y'all and I hope y'all have a happy, healthy Thanksgiving. And don't eat too much turkey, y'all. I'll see y'all later. Bye.